The International Association for Near-Death Studies presents NDE Radio, a weekly exploration of near-death experiences and similar encounters with the other side. Now, here's your host, Lee Whitting. Welcome to NDE Radio, brought to you by IONS, the International Association for Near-Death Studies. I'm your host, Lee Whitting. IONS uh, has a wonderful service that it provides through Ann Ellis' efforts. Um, every month they send out an uh, IONS monthly NDE uh, to uh, the membership. And from time to time I get a chance to read some of these um, uh, experiences. Um, the uh, person who is uh, reporting them has written them themselves. They don't uh, usually want to include their name, and so these are done as anonymous accounts. The first one I've got today is um, uh, an account of in which a teen uh, contracts lupus, which almost ends her life. At her wit's end, she prays for help or death, leaves her body while sleeping, and receives a healing. And later, trying to return to her life as it was, she rationalizes what happened to her. Then a heart attack in her late 20s takes her back to the knowing she received earlier. And these are the words uh, of the uh, experiencer. My life truly started with a divine encounter that shifted my worldview when I was 16 years old. At this point in my life, I was fighting for my life as my body was being attacked by an incurable autoimmune disease called lupus. Within four months of the diagnosis, my kidneys were failing and my heart problems, uh, hair loss, arthritis throughout my entire body, internal swelling of my organs, unsightly skin lesions, and loads of medication were making me lose grasp of who I even was. I had withered away to skin and bones, and when I looked at myself in the mirror, I didn't even recognize the person staring back at me. Then I had a dream that would change my life forever. I remember this night as vividly today as I did then. On this particular night... I decided to give up on life. I did not want to uh, live anymore. All I wanted was for someone to put me out of my misery. I felt hopeless. I felt angry. I was tired of the endless trips to the doctor, plates of toxic medication, the painful shots in my rear for anemia, the nausea from the chemo, and the depressing sight of my hair falling out in clumps, and a looping sense of hopelessness. I was so weak that I couldn't even walk, and my entire body was swollen with a fluid due to failing kidneys. A trip to the hospital was imminent to begin kidney dialysis. I felt like I was trapped in a deteriorating body that wasn't mine. In the future I had planned, uh, with my full-ride soccer scholarship, was now just a fading memory. On this particular night, I did something I hadn't done in years. I got down on my knees and surrendered everything I had left to this unknown God force that was supposed to be available to me at all times. This was my breaking point. I began uncontrollably sobbing, releasing what seemed like emotions that had been held back my whole life. And then I asked out loud, If there is anyone listening, if there is a God, please help me or take me. I don't want to live like this anymore, and I can't do this alone. I need help. If you are there, please help me. I give up. I cried until I was dry, and then I went to bed. That night I had a dream that would change my life forever. 
In this dream, I went through many phases of healing, including forgiveness, love, gratitude, and surrender, before eventually spinning off the ground and levitating slowly into the sky. There was a crowd of friends, family, and people I barely even knew, all trying desperately to pull me back to the ground. As I floated up, I had a sense of peace washed through my entire body. I knew that I was dying, but I was okay with it. I felt like I was returning home and that a huge weight had been lifted. I asked for everyone to let me go. I wasn't afraid of dying anymore. I then shot up into the most pure white loving light that held me in a cocoon of radiant love and bliss that I will never be able to explain with words. In that moment, I knew I slash we are beyond this physical experience. I felt the internalness of my nature, the perfection of source, the perfection of all life. Every experience that had led me to that point flashed through my inner sight like a movie that beautifully illustrated how every experience had perfectly led me to this moment. I experienced the perfection of my sickness, of my physical experience, the perfection of everything in my life that had led me to that moment. I felt a deep connection with all, with consciousness itself. And this healing of oneness was so divinely beautiful that I couldn't uh, feel anything but the truth of my divine essence. I had been gifted with a remembrance of my true nature, and this was the gift I had needed to heal. My soul then asked to return to earth without words. There was a deep yearning to share this love I had experienced with the, with the world. In an instant, I dropped from this glowing, loving place back into my bed. I hit the bed like I had fallen out of another dimension and woke up gasping for air like I was taking the first breath of my new life. I was crying tears of bliss and was so overwhelmingly happy that I couldn't contain myself. I knew I was healed. I knew I wasn't sick anymore. I knew I never was sick. It had all been an illusion. I jumped up and ran up a flight of stairs that a couple of hours prior I couldn't have even imagined doing to go wake up my parents and tell them this good news. I turned on the lights and announced I was healed and they had nothing to worry about. They thought I was crazy. But that didn't matter to me. Nothing could take away this internal knowingness of my true nature. And this knowingness had stayed rooted deep within me my whole life. For the next four months, I awoke with the sun, no alarm, with a deep desire to sit in silence with myself to enjoy the love that was outpouring from my heart. I was so joyous that I almost couldn't contain it. Something inside me had shifted, and it felt amazing. All feelings of lack, doubt, pity, limitation, weakness, and struggle were wiped clean. I felt the interconnectedness of everything around me. I knew I was part of everything I saw and could feel the energetic connection that tied everything together. Every day was full of tears of bliss. Although my complete recovery from the disease took a little over four months, the healing had occurred instantaneously in my mind. And from that moment on, I started hiding all my medication because I knew it was preventing my body from healing itself. For four months, I kept this a secret from my parents and doctors until I went in for my final lab work that revealed my kidneys 
were healed and functioning, perfectly without uh, any scarring. There was no sign of the lupus. I've now been symptom-free and medication-free for 15 years. I thought this beam of light coming from my heart was never going to go away. For months, I effortlessly flowed through life and witnessed profound healing. It was when I returned to high school that the light within me began to fade. I had no words to explain what I had experienced, and I felt nobody understood. I now see that I had to lower my vibration to fit in. I slowly began to shut down and revert inward. Within a month of being back at school, the, the uh, enlightened feeling that I, that I had had was greatly dimmed. My mind used this time of weakness to convince me that this experience was, oh, nothing extraordinary after all. In college and the years following, I used drinking to numb this feeling of separation. What I thought was bringing me happiness externally was actually creating a bigger gap internally. The drinking and socializing became a filler. On the outside, looking in, my life seemed great. I had a high-paying job at a company I loved, a penthouse apartment, nice car, and beautiful friends and experiences. This lens of reality was beautiful while it lasted, but Deep down, I felt that something was missing. On November 7th, 2016, I had a heart attack. This experience triggered another moment of clarity that changed the trajectory of my life yet, yet again. Everything that I experienced in my dream flashed back into my vision, and I knew instantly that I had to make a big change and follow the calling of my heart. I felt there was something much bigger I was here to offer the world, and it was time to figure out what that was. I decided to make a shift and move across the world to a small island in Thailand known for its holistic health community that I felt called to explore. I was guided to return back to the place of oneness I had experienced in my dream. It would be from this place of love and light within that I would be able to heal my heart and begin to share this radiant nature with others to assist in their own self-healing and remembrance. I have now been living on Kol Pangan Island. I'm not sure that's the proper pronunciation. Kol Pangan Island for the past year on a multi-dimensional self-healing journey. At first I set out to heal my physical heart from the heart attack, but the journey has resulted in much deeper healing. I peeled back the layers, belief systems, and social constructs that previously shaped my reality and now focus on tuning in to the co-creative, loving, infinite energy source that lies within to support me in creating and living an inspired life. It is my soul's mission to help humanity rise above all perceived limitations and tap into the infinite wellspring of energy that lies within to live an inspired, happy, healthy, and harmonious life. Through my own personal healing and self-discovery journey, I discovered the breath to be a potent medicine that is a transformational tool for gently cleansing and realigning our mind, body, and spirit. The breath is with us every minute of our lives as a silent witness to our existence, but it is also an intuitive guide that can take us on an inner journey of self-discovery, transformation, and profound healing. Since my first 
powerful introduction to breath work. I have been repeatedly astounded by the transformative mental, emotional, physical, and spiritual healing that continues to transpire. The best part of breath work is that it's simple. We can stop looking outside of ourselves for the answers. Everything we seek is waiting to be tuned uh, to us, to within us, and the breath is a simple tool that can activate this inner remembrance of our divine nature. After selling everything I owned and making the leap into the unknown, I've been on a journey of coming back to myself to witness and cherish the eternal I am within. Beyond all the constructs I had previously built up that define me, I'm continually amazed as I learn more about the profound nature of our mind, body, and spirit. I want to share all that I've learned with the world. In the past year, that is what has transpired. I, re- I co-founded an eco-friendly tea infuser bottle company that is part of a global initiative to save our oceans from plastic waste. The bottles are being sold globally. We donate a portion from every sale to help clean and restore our oceans from the damage caused by single-use plastic. And two, I am passionate about teaching meditation and Soma breathwork sessions at uh, consciousness festivals and retreats and centers online and privately. My uh, favorite quote as a closing, at the center of your being, you have the answer. You know who you are and you know what you want. Lao Tzu. Now our second uh, reading from the Ions Monthly NDE, this is from uh, the June version, was um, titled, The Physical World We Experience is Part of Something Vastly More Complex. And the writer begins, By way of background, I am an IV-educated professional in the field of information technology. I've studied philosophy extensively in academic and other settings. Prior to my experience, I was an agnostic with regard to the existence of God or other non-corporeal entities. My opinion on the matter was that reason and science are the only sources of knowledge, and science-slash-reason has nothing to say on these matters and likely never will. In early 2018, my now ex-wife left me and took our then nine-month-old daughter, my first and only child. I fell into a deep depression, couldn't work, quit my job, and had to sell my house because I could no longer afford it. I decided instead to purchase a small camper, which I lived out of for approximately six months. Throughout my wandering in the woods, I felt an overwhelming sense of dread, almost too painful to even think about, that my daughter would never know uh, me as her dad. And during a long drive home alone that went on for approximately 11 hours, this dread began to overwhelm me. Suddenly I felt as though a golden light carrying an inaudible message struck me from above and slightly behind the left side of my head. The message in that light was, You will be your daughter's dad. I was so overwhelmed by the peace and relief of this message that I doubted over doubled over and began sobbing and saying out loud, thank you, thank you, while driving. I finished the drive in the evening, and when I arrived home, I was exhausted, so I went to bed. 
As I lay supine, I began to feel an unfamiliar vibration throughout my body. Specifically, every part of my body touching the bed, my back, arms, legs, etc., began vibrating. It continued and intensified for a a few seconds. So I sat up uh, partially to look at my body and see what was happening. At this point, my back was off the bed at about a 30-degree angle to the to uh, the point, to the ground. My legs were still straight out in front of me. When I opened my eyes, I wasn't asleep. I saw what I can only describe as a beam of, or string of lights, some, somewhat familiar to a bundle of fiber optics. I can't remember the color, but I believe it was a combination of white, pink, and blue. The light was either flowing into or out of the spot on my forehead between my eyes, approximately one centimeter, say, above the bridge of my nose. The light flowed most of the length of my body and turned approximately 40 degrees to the left and continued in that direction. Instinctively, I got on my knees and faced in the direction that light was flowing to, or was it flowing from? When I did that, the vibrating in my body stopped, except for in my hands. At this point, I began to feel overwhelmed and a little scared, so I threw myself back, face down on the bed. After I calmed down, I tried to go back to sleep, again in a supine position. After several seconds, or maybe a few minutes, I became aware of an entity floating about five feet in the air, slightly above, in front, and to the left of me. This entity was made of brilliant green-yellow light. The light appeared to be pouring forth from the entity. The closest physical description I can give would be of a female form in a seated meditative pose. Though there was movement in the entity in the sense of flowing or pouring light, this entity didn't change its position in the room. I would estimate that the entity remained there for a few minutes, the entity had a distinctly female feel to it, and my interaction with it was playful, loving, very erotic. It felt very closely related to both my ex-wife and my daughter, and as the experience progressed, I, I almost convinced myself that I was communicating with my, with my ex-wife somehow. While the entity was present, a couple of other things happened, though it's hard for me to say what order they occur in which order they occurred or whether they were uh, during or after the presence of the entity in no particular order i felt as though i were in a small amphitheater no visuals just the feeling surrounded by familiar people some of whom i thought i recognized no all of the people whose presence i felt were alive at the time of the event the overwhelming sense i got from those present were Messages of joy slash elation that I had finally made it there, that I was loved, and that everything would be okay for everyone in the world. I had an instantaneous flash of life review. It felt more spatial than sequential. The best way I can describe it is this. I've always been a pretty messy person. My life review took the form of a large, disorganized room and in that instant, I was able to see how all the parts of my life were connected to one another. 
I could see and feel how I had hurt people I cared about out of my own carelessness. I felt a great sense of interconnectedness and oneness with everything in the universe. I no longer feared death because it was so patently obvious that death was illusory. Prior to this experience, I had an uncommonly deep fear of my own death. That fear had been intensified by my service in combat. This experience ended that fear, and it hasn't come back. As a result of my experience, my understanding of the nature of the universe has changed entirely. It's now clear to me that the physical world we experience is part of something vastly more complex with facets that I never before would have believed possible. I became far more interested in being in nature and more interested in talking to and connecting with other people. And there's the end of that second account. Now, our third account uh, was, uh, begins as a child. And the writer writes, <clears throat> As a child... I had an experience where I was walking to the barn with my sister. I looked up into the sky, and the next thing I remember, I could only hear geese loud and all around me. I couldn't see anything but blue and felt like I was up or above. I woke up on the ground. As a child, I also had a profound experience of a visitation from a being that did not seem human. He was friendly, and I felt like I knew him. I never forgot the experience, but I couldn't place it into normal life and eventually stopped looking for answers around it. Just recently, during a past life and beyond life regression, I learned that he was my guide. I learned that he is my guide. In my early 20s, I had an experience where I was in two places at once. This shook me and was verified by my partner at the time who was sleeping next to me. He put his hand over my forehead saying, I don't like that dream you're having. It snapped me back fully into my body, and he rolled over away from me. He has no memory of this. I've always had profoundly real, real, uh, real feeling dreams, and I've had several prophetic dreams over the years. This led me to explore different religions and spiritual practices. In 2010, I started having increasingly vivid dreams about orbs visiting me and showing me visions of the future. The dreams were incredibly real, and over the course of a few months, I changed my entire life due to what I was shown. I dreamed of a time when the earth was undergoing great upheaval and transformation, and that I would need to be, to be ready. I was also given information and taught things that still ring true today. During that time, I also had several out-of-body experiences precipitated by sleep paralysis. I left my body, and a being would accompany me as I traveled. I could float out of the room, out of the house, and over the landscape. The colors and light were different than in waking life, but otherwise, everything was the same. I often had auditory hallucinations and exploding head syndrome. I heard very clear voices saying my name. Sleep paralysis started out very frightening for me with all of the typical feelings that uh, people describe. One night after fighting and struggling against it for hours, 
I finally consciously surrendered. I decided to see what would happen if I stopped fighting. This experience is what I consider my only NDE. My other experiences are my out-of-body experiences, OBEs. Immediately, I had the sensation of my body vibrating and heard a buzzing that grew louder and louder. The buzzing eventually separated into distinct sounds, and I realized that by focusing on a particular sound, I could see what was making it. I realized that I was hearing every sound on earth simultaneously. If I focused, I could see and be the thing creating the sound, and also at the same time, continued to experience all sound simultaneously. I was everywhere at once. Next, my body began to fizz and separate into millions of tiny champagne-like bubbles. I could feel my body dissolving and separating, and it was scary. I also noticed that my consciousness was not dissolving, but was no longer connected to a physical body. I was in darkness, in space, noticing my physical self dissolving, and then noticed a being off to my right and above me. It was not in a physical form either, but was clearly beckoning me towards a portal of some kind. I could see the tiny champagne bubbles that had been me being sucked into the center of a geometrically shaped portal or vacuum. I could feel my consciousness being sucked into that place as well. I knew beyond any doubt that if I went through that portal, the other side is where you go when you die. I don't know how else to describe it. Part of me was already through, and I was being helped and watched over by the being, but then I became terrified and suddenly was sucked back into my physical body. I sat bolt upright in bed and looked around. My heart was pounding. I finally laid back down to sleep, and as soon as I did, I was transported to my childhood home and land. I could see the forest against the sky, and right at the horizon, several huge light beings came up out of the horizon line. I understood they were my guides, and they were there for me when I was ready. I have had many other OBEs, out-of-body out of experiences, throughout the years. And in late 2019, just before COVID came to light, I began having them again frequently. During one of them, I left my body and communicated with my guides. I'd gone to lay down on the couch during the night, and after the communication, I walked into the bedroom to rejoin my boyfriend in bed. I was standing in the hallway and noticed the light had an odd quality. My boyfriend sat up and looked at me. I looked down and realized I wasn't in my body. I went back to the couch and saw my body laying there. I laid down on top of my body and felt myself go through it. I sat up again to go to bed and again realized that I was not back in my body. I laid down again and wiggled my arms and legs trying to get back into my body. It scared me a little. I finally got back in my body and went to bed. My boyfriend verified the next morning that he saw me standing in the hallway. As a result of all this, and to answer many other questions, I scheduled a soul regression and life-between-life regression with a well-known therapist. That experience gave me information that deeply shocked me, but made very clear my life mission and purpose here. 
I would like to share my mission with as many people as possible, and I'm working on writing a book. And she adds, I would love to be in person on Ian's radio. And uh, when uh, her book is completed, I would love to have her come on and uh, share her life story in person. Well, that concludes it for today. Three uh, experiences. Some of you listeners may identify with some of the experiences that people have described here. Don't discount them. These are very real and very important signs of your connection with the other side. So think about it, meditate on it, and do not be afraid. Well, thanks for listening. Tune in again next Monday, 11 a.m. Eastern, for more NDE Radio. Thanks to Ann Ellis, who prepares and sends out these IONS monthly communications of people's near-death experiences. And this is Lee Whitting saying thanks for listening.